Good morning, Planting Press listeners. Wally here in Madison, Wisconsin. It's a bright and shiny 5 degrees. Now it's cloudy and zero. But you didn't come here to listen about the weather. I'm just a little bit sour about today's uh, (laughs) forecast. So, in the living room, doing some research, and now actually digging into a new author and business person and environmental advocate, Yvonne, I think you pronounce the name Chinard, but Yvonne has been a idol of mine, a mentor, In with, without him knowing he's been a mentor, um, and looking at how business, looking how clothing can be treated, looking at the person. So we look at people and what how they're respected and what a company can do for both the people that work for it and for the people that wear and use their products. And if you're still following that line of thinking that I was just spitting, uh, (laughs) it'd be great to hear from you if you have any connections to Patagonia or Yvonne, or what you do when you choose, what qualities you look at when you choose a new piece of clothing. If you're hoping for it to last 5, 10, 15, maybe even 50 years. Um, I know a few friends of uh, the generation of the 40s and 50s when they were born that still have things um, from when they were teenagers that they still use, which is fairly incredible. Not a Patagonia uh, jacket or a pair of shorts, but something that they value and treasure and have repaired. So I'm both listening to the How I Built This uh, episode with Yvonne that came out last November and was re-aired a couple days ago, and I actually just downloaded his Audible book about surfing. Well, surfing's on the title. Surfing's not necessarily what the book's about. It's about his philosophy on business and philosophy on environmentalism and treating the person as a whole person, someone to be valued um, as an employee. And at some point I'll get to an actual point here. I'm going to share a few audio clips from Yvonne uh, that came off the How I Built This episode from NPR, and then would love to open it up for discussion if anybody wants to call in. I know I probably don't have many followers at this point, but just going to practice this uh, type of interaction on Anchor, Uh, it being only the third day I've used Anchor, and um, just trying to see what the flow and and, uh, how audience participation could be a thing in the future, which would be pretty exciting. So going to share a few pieces of Yvonne's words um, and then open up for discussion. That'll be it for the day. Uh, Really hope this gives you some value on uh, what future thinking businesses could could be. Yvonne's doing it for 50, for, Yvonne's been doing it for 50 years, and I think there's a lot to be learned from his ethic and from his outlook. So enjoy. certainly are yeah and that's why we try to kind of put a spin on it by <laughs> you know telling our customers to think twice before they buy anything not just our product but anything I thought there had to be a different way of doing business and I still wanted only work for part of the year myself you know, I, I take off from June until November. I'm gone. I, I got a place in Jackson Hole, and I go fishing every day. And I call in maybe three times in the five months that I'm gone. 
People know that if the warehouse burns down, don't call me. What can I do? You know what to do. <laughs> and leave them alone. And I mean, I, I wrote a book called Let My People Go Surfing, and it's all about we have a policy that when the surf comes up, you drop work and you go surfing. <laughs> I don't care when you work, as long as the job gets done. And, uh, you know, I've had other companies come to me and say, oh, I love that idea. I think I'll institute it in my company. I say, forget it. You'll fail. Because you have to start with the very first person you hire. Huh. And I've had a psychologist uh, study our, our employees, and they said, oh, i got to tell you, your employees are the most independent I've ever seen in any company. In fact, they're so independent, they're unemployable anywhere else. <laughs> We wanted to have our kids with us at work. You know, we'll put them in a cardboard box on your desk, and and that worked for a while, but then you got some screamers. <laughs> and so my wife, you know, started uh, a child care center, and, and we didn't want to just, somebody just babysitting these kids. You know, we recognize that zero to five is the most important learning time of a person's life. And so it's not a babysitting service. The kids that come out of our company are the best product that comes out. Not one's been in prison. (laughs) You know, one of my favorite quotes is, if you want to understand an entrepreneur, study the juvenile delinquent. Because they're saying, you know, this sucks, I'm going to do it my own way. And I have a background of, I was always the shortest guy around. I could play sports pretty well, you know, team sports, but when it came time for an actual game, I would fumble the ball. And I realized that the best thing to do is invent your own sports, then you can always be a winner. And so that's what the entrepreneur does. They, they just say, this is wrong. I'm going to do it this other way. And if you want to be successful in business, you don't go up against Coca-Cola and you know, these big companies, they'll kill you. You just do it differently. You figure out something that no one else has thought about. And you do it a totally different way. And and so breaking the rules, uh, you have to be creative. And that's the fun part of business, actually. I love breaking the rules. Well, if we're going to be here 100 years, you know, it's we're not going to sell out. We're not going to go public. And so it's good business. I mean, I have probably 70% women working for me. I have women in all upper management. I've been a student of kind of Zen Buddhism most of my life. I believe in, you know, the more you know, the less you need. I've been fishing, fly fishing, with one fly. I mean, one type of fly in different sizes. And I've limited myself to that for a whole year. And I've caught more fish than I've ever caught in my life. I realize that all of these hundreds of thousands of different fly patterns and different colors and shapes and everything are totally unnecessary. You can replace all of that with knowledge and technique. It's a good lesson for me and 
the hardest thing in the world is to simplify your life because everything pulls you to be more and more complex. And so I think what I learned from fly fishing is that if we have to, either we're forced or we decide to go to a more simple life, it's not going to be an impoverished life. It's going to be really rich. Wanted to give a shout out to all you listeners that made it through uh, Yvonne's philosophies, outlooks on life, practices, inspiration. Um, someone that really, really hits home for me on how I'd like to pursue life and if I ever get back to running a business again and how I really want to respect uh, people's time and energy and and their passions. So that's it for today, uh, Thursday, December 28th, if I got the date right. And it's about 1 p.m. again in the afternoon from uh, cloudy, snowy Madison, Wisconsin. Have a great day, y'all. Look forward to giving you another dose of inspiration tomorrow around 1 p.m. on Friday. Happy day.